This is Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. And good afternoon and welcome to the show. What a beautiful Saturday. Uh, hopefully everybody is enjoying it. Lots to talk about today. I'm going to open up the phone lines at 416-872-1010. Of course, we're going to be talking real estate. And hey, listen, by the way, today I get to spend an extra hour with you. We're on for two hours today from four to six. And we're going to be talking a lot of real estate. Also, one of the things that I like to tell everybody, we've got our simple seminar coming up next week. It's on Wednesday, April the 27th. And uh, you can join us at 7 p.m. at the Mississauga Convention Center. Go to thesimpleinvestor.com to register. We got a lot of cool things that are coming up at that seminar. Just so you know, we've got a new release for uh, investors. We also have the seminar that tells you, you know, pretty much areas that you would want to own investment properties, where you should, who can be the best tenant, you know, financing, everything to do about investment real estate. Make sure that you show up. And if you want to be put on the list for the new release that we've got, again, www.thesimpleinvestor.com, and we will see you there on uh, seven, seven o'clock on Wednesday. So listen, when I go out and I'm driving here into uh, into the city and I'm going by, you know, the suburban part of the world. And one of the things I notice on these great sunny days are how many open houses are going on. Every city corner has an open house sign. And so I have a question for you today and I want everybody to weigh in on this one because this one is an important one. Are open houses beneficial do you believe in them or is it just for nosy neighbors? Who benefits from them? And of course, when there are people advertising saying, hey, you know what? No ineffective open houses. Are they effective? I need to know. How many of you believe that open houses are worth it? Do you like them? And if there's any agents that are tuning in, I want your take on it. Have you ever sold a house from an open house? 416 872 1010. I want to know what you think of them, and especially on a day like today, are they just for nosy neighbors? Are they just for agents to get buyers, or do they really work? Now, I was talking to Ian, my producer, a little bit earlier, and he said, Okay, Todd, so you're going to ask this question of everybody. How about you give us the answer? What do you think of open houses? And this is one of the things that I got to tell you open houses do work. They work amazingly, but you got to put the effort into them. You can't just sit there and stick a sign on the lawn, sit down on the seat and turn around and expect everybody just to come running in and sell it. There's a lot of work, a lot of process that can go in, but they can be very beneficial. And especially in a marketplace that what we're dealing with right now, um, you know, this is the thing that people have to understand. Are they good? Are they not? Well, it depends on who is actually doing it. I'm going to go to uh, Gary in Etobicoke. And uh, Gary, welcome to Simply Real Estate. I think in uh, today's climate where there is an absolute uh, shortage of, uh, of product on the market, I think they're an absolute waste of time, effort, and energy. Uh, people know the neighborhood they want to live in. People know the amount of money that they uh, have to spend on a property. And if they're interested, they contact the agency and say, I'm interested in the home. Let's take a look at it. Okay. You know, I, without the pressure of uh, an open house. I think an open house, personally, is for the realist, realtor's benefit, 
to go out and basically meet and greet clients on my penny. Okay. You know what? I, I, I would agree with everything you've just said, but I'm going to throw a little bit of a twist to it. So here's the thing. A lot of people nowadays, Gary, are looking for multiple offers. So they're holding off offers until, let's say, a Sunday or a Monday. Okay. And the realtor says, okay, listen, we're going to have an open house on the weekend. What I've found in the past is a lot of people will then turn around and go back for a second visit and not bother with their agent. And then on the flip side of that, there's a lot of lazy agents out there. And you know what they say to their clients? Go through the open house. And if you like the home, then I'll go and show it to you again. But that's not a, what you described as in the first scenario is not a traditional open house in the, in the traditional sense where basically you have a relatively low volume realtor saying, OK, we're going to pitch out our tent on the our sign on the front lawn and invite people to come in. People already know buyers today are very, very sophisticated. They know kind of what the, pr- the price they're able to deal with. They know the, um, um, you know, the areas that they want. I think this is more basically a benefit um you know, for the realtor, you know, drinking my coffee in my home and uh, setting up shopping and free office space for the weekend. Well, I, 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 I really do. Uh, you know what? Excellent. Excellent point, Gary. Thanks so much. I, uh, you know what? It's, it's very good point. So thanks so much. So you know what, folks? Again, good point. Do they work? Hey, listen, all you realtors out there, uh, do you have a positive story where, you know what, we can debunk some of the things that are being said about open houses? You know, do open houses work? And again, Gary made a very good point. In in today's marketplace, are they do they make sense? And again, he said, look, it, you know what, it's very short market right now. You don't need them. Serious agents. You know, I go to our chat board and it says, you know, open houses are for nosy neighbors. There's no way if you're a serious buyer to, in fact, look at all things uh, you want to see. So here's, here's the thing, though. Keep in mind that if you've, got, if you've got agents out there and they tell you, listen, if you're driving by, you see a house, there's an open house, you like the neighborhood, a lot of people will drive areas that they like and they do fall into it. Now, I'm not saying this is going to happen all the time and you need a proactive agent to actually do it. So the question is, can they work? Um, so I've got another one on my, ta- my uh, chat board here. It says, yes, it definitely benefited me, allowed me the opportunity to look at many home designs, and I went th- probably through 150 homes in Durham before I saw my beauty and jumped on it. Open houses allowed me to compare and decide what features I needed and wanted. So there you go. So you've got a consumer out there that's saying, hey, listen, uh, yes, I did. So <laughs> if I put this politely, 149 people... Uh, were, were no's and you got one yes. So it depends on you, the person, you know, A, if you're the seller, do you want people coming through? So how about a couple rules? Because we've got also another uh, on our chat board says, too many thieves looking to rob your stuff. And I agree with that. Okay, if you're going to perform an open house, you want to make sure that you're going to do it safely. So 416-872-1010. I want to hear your stories about open houses. Do they work? Do you think that they're a waste of time? So far, the chat board said, yes, no, you can get, you know, robbed. Um, Listen to Gary. He said, you know, no, people know the area. They know what they want. So at the end of the day, I want to know from you, do they make sense? Should we do open houses or are they complete waste of time? 416-872-1010, 1-877-518-5151, or 71010. You know what? To me, they make a lot of sense when you've got something that's unique and you're struggling to sell it. If the prices, if, if, if things weren't coming off the shelves so quickly, you know, if you look at the marketplace when it was a little bit slower, yeah, they were actually very good to do because people took longer to buy. Right now, 
not necessarily do you need to have them because again, you've got a hot market. So, um, you know what? I got time for Sarah in Toronto and Sarah, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hi there. Thanks for having me. So Sarah, so you're a realtor just so we can identify that and you've done a bunch of open houses and they can be effective. Who are they effective for? Well, you know, it all depends and not every open house is always going to be a home run. Uh, but to completely remove it from the marketing would not be a good idea, in my opinion, in this market as well as in slower markets. Okay. So, Sarah, I'm going to ask you a question. And sometimes, you know, just to help out people or, or other agents, a lot of times people will hold an agent's open house. Have you ever done those? Oh, they're essential, yes. Okay, so so for our for our listeners, the idea of an agent's open house is done during the week, normally just after you've listed the property. It's to educate all the realtors about the property, and then they are able to you know talk to their clients and be able to get it out there. Correct? That's right. What it does primarily is it allows agents during the business day, during a set uh, hours during the business day, to come in and preview the property. So it's not enough just to look at a listing online and look at the pictures. It really makes a big difference to come and actually walk through the house and decide whether it might be one that you're going to show to your clients later in the week. Okay. Well, listen, Sarah, thanks so much for the call. Okay, so folks, listen, you know what, there's all sorts of different takes on it. And it's one of those ones that I think everybody needs to analyze and make a decision. Does it work? There are positive, there's negatives. And of course, there's a lot of things such as, you know, people keep saying thieves and bad neighbors. Look, you got a nosy neighbor. They just wanted to know what kind of renovations you did. Um, and then we've actually, you know, and interesting enough that on my chat board, it says I won't hire a realtor unless no open houses. So in other words, they definitely do not want an open house. And to me, you know, again, it comes down to one of those things. Are they worth it? I have had in the past huge success in the marketplace with them. But what you do is you've got to create something with them. You've got to put, stick your neck out further. So huge amount of advertising. Two people on an open house, folks. This is one of those things that I've preached for years is that you need an assistant at the door. They sign in. You get an idea who they are and then an agent that will lead them through the property. You never leave somebody by themselves where, you know, in the back in the day, a lot of people would turn around and just say, hey, listen, go take a look upstairs. If you have any questions, I'm just going to be sitting here watching the Jays game. You know what? That's not the way to do an open house. There's a lot better way of doing it. So listen, I'm going to keep on this question, 416-872-1010. When we come back, I want to hear from you. I want you to tell me, does it make sense to do open houses? Are they worth it? Is it just for the nosy neighbors or is it just for the actual agent trying to show out his sign? So we'll come back after the break. But now it's 4.15 and time for News Talk 1010, Time Saver Traffic.
now, more of Simply Real Estate with host Todd C. Slater on News Talk 1010. And welcome back. Hey, just before the break, we were talking about open houses. And I'm starting to get some real mixed reviews here. I've got people saying they like them. In fact, I've got some people saying that they would not buy a home unless they could walk through it on an open house. Very interesting stuff. Uh, 416-872-1010. Hey, listen, you know what? I'm going to do a little bit of a flashback. For those of you in the market, I don't know if you realize that... You know, the market back in the 80s was a lot more intense than what we see today. And I know most people can't believe it, but interest rates at 14, 18%. And when we saw some incredible increases back in 1988... The uh, the CBC News reporter uh, did uh, did a little thing on it, and uh, Mike, you got that clip for me? Let's play it. In most other Canadian cities, these rather unremarkable homes would cost about $130,000. Make that about $330,000 here in one of Toronto's prime areas. According to the consulting firm Runsheimer Canada, Toronto's cost of living is going right out of sight, and the housing prices are what's doing it. Runsheimer estimates that a family of four living in a Toronto suburb, now needs an income of $67,000 a year to comfortably afford a three-bedroom home. In Calgary, the same lifestyle would cost $52,000. In Halifax, about $53,000. In Winnipeg, $57,000. And in Vancouver, $56,000. Hey, okay. Did did you notice something? It cost more to be living in Toronto than Vancouver. Hey, there's a reversal of fortunes. Now, here's the other thing, though. Taking a look at it, and, and we have to thank CBC uh, news reporter Neil McDonald. That, uh, that, that aired back way, way long ago, 88, 1988. That's when the market was a completely different animal. And basically, prices doubled. They went up 30% uh, year after year. Like, basically, two, three years in a row, we almost saw a 100% increase in total. So here's the thing. We're facing 14, 17, 12% interest rates. They're all over the market. And the thing that people have to realize is that one of the big adjustments was because it did go up so fast. So when we see increases like we have in the last few years of that 8 to 10%, everybody's saying, hey, is it going to burst? Is it going to burst? Well, it did in 88, but we've got a lot more of a pressure valve in place. And, uh, you know, I just I just thought I'd play that clip. Uh, fortunately, uh, Mike had that for us to be able to listen to, and that's pretty cool. That goes back a long way when everybody's thinking, hey, listen, the sky's going to fall. And it certainly did. Big adjustment, 30%, and took a few years for people to lick their wounds and come back. So that does happen in the market, but is it going to happen here? Well, when we take a look how many years ago, you know, we're looking at 28 years ago uh, that this happened. We have to look at it realistically and say, oh, do we have more in place now to prevent it? First of all, interest rates, uh, a 14% differential, that just covers a couple Ferraris while you're at it. But on top of that, um, when we take a look at the actual size of our population, it continues to grow at hu- a huge pace. So again, one of the reasons why Toronto and Vancouver are able to sustain their marketplace, surely, is the volume of people coming into it. Hey, listen, 416-872-1010. I'm going to go to our phone lines, and I'm going to go to Alonzo in Brampton. And uh, Alonzo, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hello. How are you doing today? Good, thanks. Thanks for listening. And and you think open houses are important? I think it's very important because um, I'm in Brampton now, but when I was in Toronto looking for a house, I go all over the place. And my agent brought me to Brampton. But I went to a lot of houses, and 
I don't think I would want to buy something unless I go inside and check it out to see exactly what it is. Also, I think um, open houses were good because, you know what, you go in there, you see what's offering in the neighborhood where you live, and you have an idea. If I want to sell, I know what to fix up or what to do. So I think I don't think it's important. I think it's very important. Okay. Well, listen, I appreciate that. And um, you know what? That's a great opinion. So thanks, Alonzo. Thank you. Okay, so you know what? Here's the thing. A lot of people think they're good. And I'm going to go to Margaret here in Toronto because this is an interesting uh, story. And uh, Margaret? There we go. Hi, Margaret. Welcome to Simply Real Estate. Thank you. So I understand that it did work for you and your son. It did. It did. We were just um, on the way from church one Sunday and we were driving through, and, and we went in out of curiosity. We looked at it, we liked it, and we bought it. Wow! Congratulations! And are you st- are you still are you still living there? Yes, it's been about seven years. Yeah, seven years. Excellent. Yeah. Well, you know, listen that that's a good feel good story, and I'm pretty sure that you know for some people who like open houses, that's a positive. And for the people that that uh, don't like open houses, they're saying, well, you know what, they got lucky. So, <laughs> anyways, thanks so much for your comments, Margaret. So listen, you know what, here's here's the thing, folks. When when we talk about open houses, it does benefit people that are actually the ones that real estate's on their mind. They haven't engaged an agent yet. And I know there's a lot of comments out there that people believe that, you know what, everybody has an agent. In fact, the majority of people know agents, but they're not committed to the agent yet. There's a lot of agent hopping out there. And sometimes they're just afraid to call an agent to show a home because they feel like they're committed to the agent. And some agents will sit there and make you sign paperwork saying, hey, this is what we call a buyer agent representation. We're going to make you sign it. Now I'm your agent, if you like me or not, for the next little while. And you're kind of stuck with them. So here's the thing. I'm going to go to uh, Monica in Thornhill. And uh, Monica, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Thank you very much. Um, so tell me tell me your story. It says scary information about open houses. Well, okay. So there's there are two issues, actually, about open houses. First of all, you waste your time going from house to house. But, but I'm talking about a different thing now. In Thornhill, it's a huge market. Like, they, you can't get enough houses to sell. And what we found was that there are open houses where the real estate agent is afraid to let people in. So there will be a lineup outside the front of the house, and she lets in, or she or he lets in, one couple at a time. And I think she, she or he is worried about vandalism yeah. or and bad you know, things happening to them. Yeah, you know, okay. you know what, Monica, and 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 thank you for that. And I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on that actually. I agree with that theory unless there's two agents in the house holding the open house, because safety is very important as well as taking care of your client's home. So thanks so much for that phone call. I appreciate that, and that's a really good point. So folks, here's the thing: safety is important. There has been serious issues for realtors where they've actually been assaulted at an open house. So letting some, you know, only one group in through at a time is not a bad thing. And of course, if they're, uh, if they're being cautious with your home, I'd much prefer to say, let's, let's bring them through, you know, one at a time. Hey, listen, 
I'd love to hear your comments. 416-872-1010. You know, when we roll over the hour of uh, five o'clock, I'm going to keep on for another hour. So I'm going to be here till six tonight. And we're talking real estate and we've got a lot more to talk about. I am curious about your take on open houses. Do they work? 416-872-1010. And uh, when we come back after the break, we'll talk about it more. So stay with us. We'll be right back. And it's 4.30 in time for News Talk 1010, Time Saver Traffic.
now, back to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater, In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. And welcome back. Hey, 416-872-1010 is my number here. We're talking about open houses. Do they work? Chatboard's kind of full uh, with lots of different opinions on it, actually. Uh, my wife and I are looking to buy our first home. I think open houses are ideal where we can look without the pressure uh, or hiring a realtor. And then, of course, we've got sorry open houses. We had our realtors listing new clients. It was infuriating, a real betrayal, we thought, when we wanted her to focus on selling our house. Hey, listen, you know what? One of the things you have to understand about open houses is who performs it? If it's the person that sign is on the lawn, they want to sell it. But when they lend out the open house to somebody in their office, guess what they're doing? They're getting somebody that wants to get a buyer because they're not getting a piece of the action on the sale. So they're looking for a buyer. So when you hire a team, the team has a motivation because they're selling it to get the sold sign when you're when you're just being passed off to another agent because this happens all the time sometimes agents have too many listings they get somebody in their office to do it the person from their office there's no motivation for them to sell it they're looking for a buyer so you have to know who's performing the open house this stuff is really really important when you're having it done if you think you want an open house ask your realtor Who's doing the open house? Okay, it makes sense. You got to focus on these kind of things. It's very, very important. So I'm going to go to the phones and I've got Dave waiting in Oakville. Dave, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. Good. Yeah, I had a, um, a realtor and actually what she did, and it was brilliant, well, she, she just advertised it to the agents only with their clients. And um, one day I had 18 offers and I was sold. I got 50000 over asking. Excellent. So it, it so, worked brilliantly for us, but it was all strategy. Well, that's part of it. Is that and marketing? So she marketed it brilliantly. Like that, she described the house to the T, and they weren't disappointed when they came in. So yeah, and Dave, you know that's really important. Strategy with open houses works, and I'm pretty sure everybody's going to say, "Yeah, you think you're you just favor open houses," but they really do work. So thanks so much for that, Dave. Appreciate the call. You know what, folks? They do strategy. If you have a strategy, it makes sense. Going to my chat board, it says open houses allow us more time without someone tagging. And it's simply the best time for a couple to be open and free and take a look at the pros and cons of the house. Good point. You know what? But here's the thing. In all fairness, the agent should be kind of following people along. They shouldn't be harassing you, maybe talk to you about a little bit about the house. But ultimately, in the end, folks, you don't just open your door to anybody. You don't want somebody milling through your house. Of course, there's very important things. One thing I always tell people is make sure you put away your valuables, okay? Do a walkthrough. Pretend you're a stranger. Put away your valuables. And speaking of it, I'm going to go to Fred in Burlington. And uh, Fred, thanks for calling Simply Real Estate. Can you tell us your story? I'm new to your show here, but I, I had to call. I had uh, one open house in my house, and uh, I had quite a turnout. What I didn't like is I wasn't supposed to be there at the time. I didn't know who was going in my house. I didn't know what they were looking for. I don't know how many people were going in, whether they had kids or whatever. But uh, And the, the agent told me that everybody came into the house had to sign a, uh, their presence. But that, to me, is just a, a method for them to follow them up later for what they want. Because shortly after I had my open house and I was burglarized, uh, people that came in may have – and I had most of my – I had everything covered. Right. And uh, they, they, uh, they tell somebody else to go and, you know, what they saw or whatever. I don't know how it happened. 
Uh, that's what the authorities told me. But uh, And then after that, I, I, I finished that listing with that realtor and had another realtor come, and we just waited out till somebody came and wanted to make an appointment specifically on their own, and the house was sold so easily. So I would strongly advise, there will be never a time again when I ever let anybody take over my house, come into my house unbeknownst to me. Even when I had my house relisted after that incident, I was pretty obviously quite gun-shy. I said, I want to have the license number and the identity of the person who's coming to see my house documented. Yep. And after that, I felt far more peaceful of the fact that uh, I can sell my house uh, if I have to sell it, it's going to sell to somebody who's going to want it, not for somebody who's going to come in to look it over and also to just size it up. Not only that, a lot of the neighbors come in, they're, they're, they're nosy, they want to know what you got. So I, I'm just very leery on this. I would, Like I say, I would strongly advise in this present day particularly, I would not want to have people tr- prompting through my house that I don't know who they are uh, and, and for what reason other than the fact that I want my house an offer. Yep. Okay. Well, listen, Fred, thanks so much for your call. I appreciate it. And uh, and thanks for listening. So folks, 416-872-1010 is my number here. We're asking people, do you think open houses work? And I'm going to go to Esther in Burlington. Fred was in Burlington, and now we have Esther. And Esther, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Yeah, good afternoon. It's really interesting hearing the conversation because like Fred, I was quite nervous about opening up my house. So Our story is that on March 1st, um, I listed my home. My mother listed her home four doors down the street. We were looking to move into a place together, and uh, our real estate agent suggested an open house for both of them. So we had open houses Saturday, Sunday, and both of our places sold through the open house. So um, our our story is a win-win on the open house, and uh, very quickly, both of them, everything signed, sealed, delivered within 10 days. Excellent. So you see, and the funny thing is, Esther, you know, you, you can have all sorts of different takes on it, and it depends. If the realtor is focused on doing it correctly, they have a system in place, it can actually turn out to be a positive. So thank, yeah. thanks so much for your call. No problem. Anyway, so folks, uh, you know what? This is this is interesting. I mean, so far, you know, back to back, you have completely contradicting, you know, stories where one not a chance, and the other like two great, you know, achievements from open houses, quick sales, everything else. So, do they work? You know what? I, I got to tell you, um, I, I would. Every, everybody's going to have their opinion on this, and this is why we're we've opened this one up because at this time of year, it's a real bone of contention. Beautiful weather. It's sunny out there. Um, I wouldn't want to be doing an open house. I'd rather be on a patio having a beer. But uh, realistically, will they work? Are there people out there? I'm going to go to Mohammed in Toronto. And uh, Mohammed, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much for taking my call. Oh, no problem. I was, talking, I was talking about this open house. This is really a good idea. But the problem is when they do the open house, if someone going to put some offer, they said, no, we are taking the offer on certain day. Right. So they make like multiple offer things. Okay. That works for the house owner, but that didn't work for the buyer. Okay. So uh, so then I'm going to ask you a question then, Mohammed. is this. If the agent who is the listing agent with a sign on that lawn is creating multiple offers, is he doing a good job for the homeowner? They never had anything like that. Okay, but but hang on. If an agent is creating multiple offers, he's doing his job, getting people through, getting multiple offers, is he doing a good job for his uh, for his client? 
You know what? But here's the thing, Mohammed. I'll bet you if you were the, on the other end and you were selling your property and your agent did it for you, you'd be really proud of your agent. So, anyways. That's true. That's true. Uh, there you go. Okay. Thanks, Mohammed. Thanks for the call. So, see, that, it's funny how that works, eh? You know, when you, when you take a look at it, you say to yourself, hey, listen, you know what? As a buyer, you know, I hate multiple offers. As a seller, you love them. Hey, speaking of selling, guess what the average sale price of a new home in Toronto has now gone to? Brand new construction, over a million dollars. And uh, I was on one of the shows earlier this week here at News Talk 1010, and uh, they asked me, hey, Todd, are you surprised about this? And I said, not in the least. Um, you know, I, I, I expected it. In fact, I thought it would have been a little bit sooner than it currently is. So, you know, that's the kind of things, folks. You know what? The market is the market. It continues to go up. It's not out of control. And for those of you that are trying to buy, of course, you're, you're saying, hey, wait a minute. What are you talking about? I'm struggling getting a property. But the truth is, is that if the market is consistent, and it's consistent right now, we've seen a consistent increase, we see consistent sales. Speaking of open houses on a great day like today, you know, it's 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 a positive thing. So 416-872-1010, I'm going to be talking more about this. And hey, by the way, like I said earlier, I'm staying on till 6 o'clock today. So we've got a two-hour special show of Simply Real Estate right here on News Talk 1010. And um, you know what? We've got lots more coming up. I've got lots more details in the marketplace. So uh, stay with us. We'll be coming right back after this. So we'll be right back.
4.45 and time for News Talk 1010 Time Saver Traffic. Now, back to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater, In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. And welcome back. So, the hot question of today is, are open houses worth it? I had to think about that for a second, you know. I'm thinking, are they worth it? Well, you know, based on the conversations we've had so far, I would say we got a 50-50 split. There are people that believe they are, others that say not worth it, waste of time only for the realtors. We don't benefit, but yet we've had people that have actually gone and bought at open houses and they have sold their houses from open houses. Do they work? Hey, listen, you can text me at 71010, regular texting rates apply. And going to my chat board, actually, I have a large firearm and watch collection over 100K, no open houses ever. You know what? And that's exactly the reason why some people should not do it. When you have valuables and you know you don't want to put those in danger and loss, those are the kind of people, no question, I agree with you 100% because you have to think about how, what is your safety? And that's one of the reasons why I say to people, you know what you should do? You should probably see if they have an assistant do the open house with somebody. That way we're dealing safely with the property and yourselves, of course. So question is, do you like open houses? Do they work? 416-872-1010. Hey, and by the way, if you're just tuning in, I am sticking around for an extra hour. I'm on till six, simply real estate till six. Got to figure out there's got to be some kind of little uh, little slogan we get there. Anyways, I'm going to go to our phone line and we're going to go to John in Toronto who has been waiting patiently. John, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm from Mississauga. Yes, John. Yes, it's a good idea to have an open house because more people come see your house, you might find a buyer. Yeah, listen, you know, have you, have you ever experienced an open house before? Oh, yeah, I died before when I bought the last house. And uh, same thing, uh, you have open house or different agents bring different people. So there's no difference. People coming into your house anyway. Well, it's a good point. And, and not all realtors stick by their clients. You know, they walk in and they say, hey, go ahead, walk around, take a look around. And, and they leave them high and dry and let them do whatever they wish. So. And that's true. And, uh, and, and the guy, last guy said, you disturb the market. If you know your budget, you're going to stick with it. Don't buy. Just look then. Yeah, that's a good point. And, uh, my house, uh, five houses from my house last week in Mississauga, house was listed for seven sixty nine. They got 90000 dollars more sold in four days. Gee, John, you know what? It almost makes you think maybe you should sell your house. I want to, but I said no. <laughs> well, we know who the boss is there. So anyways, thanks so much for the call, John. 
You know what, folks? This is the thing. When we take a look at it, open houses can work. 416-872-1010. Are they forcing the value of the market up? Now, remember, if you have a strategy behind it, it could work. I'm going to go to our next caller because she's a realtor, and it looks like she's just completed an open house. Her name is Raisa. And uh, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Thanks. I love the show. Oh, thank you. I always listen after my open houses, so great topic today. <laughs> and we always have, there's two of us that we work together. I work with my mom, Sandy Bodner, and we actually hold the open house together. Excellent. So we protect our sellers that way, and also for safety for us, we use an app. We sign everyone in. We ask for their photo ID because serious buyers that are coming through will share their information. We ask who their realtor is. And then we ask them if they don't have a realtor, if they want to receive information. If they say no, we don't send them anything else, but we take them through the property, and we only let in three or four parties at one time so they can actually go through and see the house. Yeah, and you know what? What I, I commend you on on several things to holding open houses. You know, I I done them for years. Um, I, at any given time, you know, we could have a hundred people through an open house, and I always had one of my assistants with me, which allowed them to make sure somebody signed in, and then we would walk them in stages throughout the pro- throughout the home. So that way, we take care of the home. We don't let anybody walk by themselves. And really, you know, it is you are trying to benefit the seller if done properly. But you have to. You would have to agree. You've probably seen realtors where they're sitting on the couch watching the Jays game and say, "Hey, listen, take a look around, and if you if you if you have a question, let me know." That's exactly it, and that's not working for the seller. And does it do open houses work? My very first sale five years ago was off of an open house. It was a buyer walked in, and I sold them the property. Excellent. Well, congratulations, and thanks so much for your call, and thanks for listening. Thanks for the show. Okay, thank you. So listen, folks, you know what? Here's here's the thing, and, and I appreciate actually having realtors call in and tell us, you know, their side of it, because there are all sorts of scenarios out there. If it's just an agent trying to gain a buyer, does it make sense to do the open houses? Or if it's the listing agent that's actually trying to make it happen. And this is the thing. You're giving your agent an opportunity to sell it themselves. Now, again, we're in a really hot market. It doesn't necessarily mean that all people that are willing to buy have an agent are being brought through. There are those people that turn around out of nowhere and buy homes. 416-872-1010-1877-518-5151 is my toll-free number. And of course, you can text me here at 71010. Regular texting rates apply. So listen, the market, of course, is doing well. But here's the thing that uh, was an interesting development. We actually found out that, as far as the numbers say, we're almost at a 10-year low on inventory. In fact, the numbers, we are from last year, there's 26% less homes on the market at the end of March this year than last year. Do you think maybe that's what's driving the market? Do you think that's why everybody's going you know, crazy, is the fact that we've got just less properties for sale? Does that make sense? Hey, listen, when I roll over into the next hour, which is awesome because we've got another hour of Simply Real Estate, I'm going to have another question for you. And it's going to be having to do with both the market, is it going to continue? And what is driving it? Are you in the marketplace? Are you losing competition? 26% less listings certainly makes it a lot tighter for buyers. But the question is right now, 
are open houses working? I don't know. You know, to kind of cover off finally on the whole thing, I'd say, yes, I believe open houses work, but it has to be structured. They have to be planned. They have to be advertised. You have to have more than one person doing them. You have to make sure you're, 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 you're presenting the property correctly. Always, if you're going to have multiple offers or you're gaining up to have multiple offers, most people are going to hold off to that Sunday or Monday. You're going to find that Monday is normally the time because we want to get all the buyers through your house over the weekend. When people are out there, you want to give them the greatest opportunity to see your house. When is that? Weekends. When do you do open houses? Weekends. So the point is, is that you kind of put the tie them together. Again, you know, we've got all sorts of people saying they're not worth it because of the market. But yet, if people are gun-shy and they don't want to deal with a realtor, in other words, they don't want to call and make an appointment to see a house, but they know that house they've been looking at just came up for sale, they don't want to call the realtor, they want to take a walk through it, you know what? You may have the buyer. Again, multiple offers. Really important in a marketplace when you are the seller. Buyers will tell you they like open houses. So it's sellers who don't. And of course, it's, you know, the stream of people going through your home. You don't know who they are. Well, as you heard from that one agent, they take photo ID. So they take their actual driver's license. They write down the numbers. And look, here's the best part about it. If they don't give that information to the realtor, you know what the realtor can say? I'm sorry, you're not allowed in the house. And you know what? That's a great way of stopping, you know, just the would-be tire kickers who aren't serious about looking at the house. So I think it's a great idea. Hey, listen, by the way, don't forget, coming up on the, uh, it is the 27th of this month, April, it's Wednesday, 7 p.m., the next Simple Seminar. Got some really cool things that are happening uh, with the Simple Investor. We actually have unlocked RSPs for people. And uh, over the next few weeks, you're going to learn more but um, can you imagine your RSPs giving you a rate of return 8% no matter what? Well, we've got a new product that's coming out at the Simple Investor. It's called the Simple Investor RSP Program. It does have to do with mortgages. And, um, and it's actually secured. It's not construction stuff. So it's a really, really interesting way. Um, if you've gone to my seminar, you know I'm not a big fan of RSPs. But if you have them, let's get you a decent rate of return. They're secured in really good uh, asset class um, existing real estate and uh, they're going to be powered by community trust and uh, it's our partner with it and it's going to be a fabulous program so we're going to be talking more about that uh, we're also going to talk about it at the simple seminar and uh, just give everybody a little bit of an introduction so again 7 p.m wednesday the 27th go to the simpleinvestor.com to register um, i got a lot more to talk about um, you know on the next hour We've, uh, we're really seeing some interesting things happen in the market. And uh, how about a developer that, um, well, you know what, I'll save the story, but last year a developer really stepped in it and a couple hundred people were affected. You know, they had their hopes dashed and um, that, uh, that uh, developer now is running into some issues that they're filing for a little bit of... Um, bankruptcy reconciliation and uh, you got to know about these people that are out there so you know what when you're looking at these long-term closings this is the stuff that you need to know about when buying brand new so i'm going to talk more about that in the next hour that's right um you know, simply real estate. We're going to be spinning around uh, right after the news at five and we're going to be sticking around until six. 
And as always, you know, we've got lots more to talk about and I'm going to leave the phone lines open. So when I come back, we can talk anything real estate. 416-872-1010. My my toll-free number, 1-877-518-5151. And that's it. So stay with us. When we come back at the top of the hour, we've got more. Thanks. And we'll talk to you soon.
This is Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. And welcome back. Hey, listen, we're rolling over into another hour of Simply Real Estate. I am your host, Todd C. Slater. And, oh, so much to talk about. But, hey, way to go, Jays. like to see them put a real hurt on everybody that they touch. Hopefully the Raptors can pick it up and uh, give us a happy ending. But who knows? Um, you know what? Uh, the hour before we were talking about open houses and, you know, I threw out the question, do people believe, um, you know, open houses work? Um, my, uh, my buddy Bob called me, hi Bob, and uh, he had told me that, hey Todd, you know what, you used to do open houses and they worked really well for us, yes, and they can work for people when they're planned correctly, but uh, going to my uh, chat board, which is by the way, 71010 if you want to reach out to me, um, you know, somebody from Ajax Pickering said, I will not give you my driver's license to see a house, I'll go back and see the house when you, the agent, isn't there. You know, that's the funny thing, um, folks. When a house is listed, do you really believe for one second that you're going to go knock on the door and say, hi, um, your agent's not here. I want to see your house. Um, most people will say, call your own agent or call my agent. And if you don't, you should, because it doesn't make sense for people just to open the door to anybody. Okay, not, not, not that I'm trying to offend you here, but you can sit there and you can go back and see the house all you want by yourself. But if there's a listing agent and the listing is actually active, that person's going to get paid no matter what. They are set up as the negotiator. And unfortunately, um, you know what? You've got to respect people's rights and they don't know you. So why would they let you in the house? You know, it's like, hi, can I just see your house? You know what? I would say in this day and age, most people should say, no, come back with an agent, come back during the open house, call my agent. Anything other than that, folks, you are going to jeopardize your safety. And comments like that, um, actually, I'll get my back up and say, yeah, I wouldn't let you in, not for a chance. And if you don't want to give me your license, unfortunately, I don't do it anymore, but I'm, I believe that people need to be safe. I think you can respect the fact if you flip it around and say, what about your own house? Would you not prefer people to be protecting your home. And I think that's what people should do. So, um, you know what? I'm opening up the phone lines now for this next hour and it's anything related real estate. I had a few people on my, on my uh, chat board, which is by the way, 71010, you, uh, you can text me here, but, um, I had a few people talk to me or ask me about doing things such as talk about first time home buyers or how about some of the marketplaces? So we can talk all about that this hour. There's lots going on in the world of real estate. You know, earlier I was talking about, you know, what the, uh, what the market looks like right now. We see a shortage of inventory folks. If now is the time that you want to sell, this is it. You've got it. You're, you've got the sweet spot. This is the spring market. You know, we've been calling this one for a while here at the show. Um, you know, one of the things I've been telling people is if you're going to take advantage of a market, the stars are lining up right now. We've got, you know, not nearly enough inventory. Interest rates are in great shape. But here's the problem. Why would you bother selling when you, if you have to buy again? You know, that's the real question. Why do you want to sell if you have to buy again, unless you're going to an outer market or you're going to rent. And just so you know, um, one of the uh, one of the things that was just recently recently released was people saying that um, you know that people are gun shy 
right now in Vancouver and Toronto, they don't want to become sellers because then they have to buy again. So, you know, it's great that everybody wants to realize a profit, but ultimately in the end, if you have to go spend your profit on somebody else's home, why bother selling? And I think that's what's probably slowing a few people down is that unless you have some place to go where you don't have to spend that same number. So in other words, outer markets, you know, you'll hear me always say outer markets, but that just means you're not in the GTA. Things are more affordable out there. Sell your property in Toronto and go west, my friend. Um, not Edmonton, though. Market's not on the bottom there. It, um, who knows? If oil bounces back, I don't know. I think it's going to take a little while. I think things will ease up a little, but I think that uh, we're going to see probably the whole Alberta market still suffer for a little while longer. Numbers didn't drop much, so you don't have to worry that you're, you know, you're not going to overpay, but you're not going to underpay either. That market has not slipped that much, so um, I think we have to look at it. So, speaking of markets, um, I'm going to go to Floyd uh, here, and uh, Floyd, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hey, God, how you doing? Good, thanks. Good. So, I want to ask you about Brampton. Uh, I live in your old neighborhood. Right. Where you used to live, and I got to tell you, the market there is so hot. I mean, so many of the homes there are going for... 900 well over even a million dollars and and a lot of the realtors are going door to door knocking on the door asking people do you want to sell coming in giving people like free evaluations on their home i never thought i'd see the day where brampton had that many million dollar houses yeah and um so you're probably talking about the streetsville glen area and and that whole the whole mississauga road area floyd and truth the truth is is that if you if you were to take those properties and drop them into mississauga oakville or that square footage in toronto your price is going to go through the roof um you know so they're actually a decent value in that pocket so you know what i i think honestly that um this is just part of the times and it's still proximity you know you're close to everything there you're right near the airport you're right near the highway so you know what floyd i i think that you're going to see more and more of it wow so it's a good area to stay in i guess yeah you know what and that was my comment if you sell it where are you going to go yeah you know and that's that's a great point so uh thanks for listening to the show Thanks a lot. Okay. So, folks, you know what? There you go. So, you know, a lot of people are actually shocked about neighborhoods. Do you have a shocking story about a neighborhood? Are you looking at values and saying, I never thought they would go up? 416-872-1010. And, of course, my uh, toll-free number is 1-877-518-5151. We are talking everything real estate for this hour. And, you know, one of the things that I noticed is that when we talk about real estate, everybody's got their own opinion and because they've all had different experiences. You know, when we when we talk about things such as open houses, everybody had a different experience. You know what? I almost cut it down the middle. It was almost 50-50. People liked open houses and people can't stand them. They won't go near them. You know, I remember opening up the phone lines and Ian, you know, for fun, I think I'm just going to throw it out there. How many people believe that realtors are worth their commissions? Okay, we asked this a few weeks ago and everybody went ballistic. Now, the question is, even though the market's really strong, do you need a good negotiator when you list your home or should you do it yourself? What is better? Save the commission, do it yourself or hire a realtor. Now, everybody knows that realtors can be flexible. And the real question is, is that, can you turn around and negotiate yourself your own deal or do you want it in the hands of somebody that does it every day? Now, remember, one thing you're going to know about if you've listened to the show, I am adamant about only using professional realtors, okay? 
only professionals. And when I say professionals, those are the people that are doing it every single day. They don't have another job. Okay, they're not out there doing it part-time. Sorry if I'm offending the part-timers, but the people that need to represent people in real estate need to be doing it full-time. You know, shoot me if you want, but you need to turn around and go with professionals. You know, the ones that you're going to get a deal, a buddy, you know, give him a shot, but he's doing something else. No, go with people that are actually real realtors. 416-872-1010. John, I'm going to go to you quickly. Um, so, John, you're asking about Niagara Falls. Is that right? Yes. yes. Okay, so you're saying you're thinking about moving to Niagara Falls. What are the prices like there? They are a lot less than Mississauga for sure. Okay? okay, so when you're looking at detached homes, you're probably you're looking at an average between for a resale something around four hundred thousand as opposed to six hundred and fifty thousand. Mm -hmm. Okay, so your townhomes you're coming in around that two to about two hundred and fifty to four hundred thousand for townhomes and semis. I want at least 2,000 single house. That's what I want. Close to Niagara for about 10, 5 minutes. You know what? You There's plenty of product out there. The market's not as hot, but it's strong. So mm -hmm. what I'm saying is you may as well, um, you know what, go take a look. You'll be mm -hmm. pleasantly surprised. If you've got a home in Mississauga, now's the time to sell because the market is very strong and you'll be able to downsize nicely only in price, not necessarily in house. All righty? So the area is going to be growing too, right? Like the resale value on it, if I move it back there, like here, there's not. Yep. So, best, best, like I said, best thing, go take a look, have a chat with an agent out there. Use a Niagara Falls agent, and if you're selling, use a Mississauga agent. Do not use the same agent for both. <laughs> okay. All right? Okay. okay, thanks for your call, John. So, you know what? Obviously, as soon as I ask that question, everybody starts jumping up and down. Can you do surgery on yourself after watching Grey's Anatomy? Then how can you sell your home after watching HGTV? Thank you for that. I agree 100% with that comment. You know, going with professionals is very, very important. That was on my chat board. Again, 71010 and uh, regular texting rates apply. Um, you know what? We've got an entire hour. We're going till 6 today. We're you're talking everything real estate and of course there's lots to talk about and uh you know what i i, I love the fact that people want to get involved uh blue or west village house listing soon does it make sense to list under a million for multiple bids if the house is worth 1.2 that's a great question realtors will be on either side of that coin but i would say if it's worth 1.2 and you put it at about 1 million you are hoping to get multiple offers that are going to go over 1.2 so first figure out what your neighbors are selling for pull it back a little you can create the multiple offers and you'll be in great shape. So not a bad way of doing it. Again, multiple bids will get you the highest price. So stay with us. We've got a lot more coming up. But now it is 5.15 and it's time for News Talk 1010 Time Saver Traffic.
Now, more of Simply Real Estate with host Todd C. Slater on News Talk 1010. And welcome back. So, I think I opened up a hornet's nest. Uh, every time we talk about realtors and commissions, everybody has an opinion on it. And I like that because everybody should have an opinion on it. And speaking of opinions, I am going to go to Ramesh in Mississauga. And uh, Ramesh, uh, welcome to Simply Real Estate. And hang on. Yep. Can I get to Ramesh? There we go. Come on. Ramesh, is he there? Hi, Ramesh. Welcome to Simply Real Estate. First time caller. Enjoy your program. Amazing program. Thank you so much. Your timings are somewhat changed, I believe. It used to be four to five, now it's five to six. No, I'm actually four to five. And you know what? They threw they threw me a bone and said, hey, listen, why don't we make it a two-hour show today? Oh, okay. <clears throat> I, I was totally foxed by that. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, you had a point that whether for negotiations, whether it's, it's, I always find that it's always better to negotiate in tandem. When right. I say tandem, meaning the the realtor along with the owner, or the seller, they sort of do it in tandem. It's really beneficial, I find it. You know what? That's a really good point because sometimes you have to play good cop, bad cop in a negotiation. And, you know, one thing that I have to, I have to tell you is that, Ramesh, whenever, whenever a seller's involved, you know, at the table, you know, when they're presenting an offer to the seller, it's always good to have a really good stone face, you know. Um, it's okay, even if you got the perfect offer, look pissed off, okay? <laughs> because one of the things you need to do is you need, you need to be able to, you don't want to jump on it, you don't want them to think that they automatically give you exactly what you want. You want to negotiate. And I, I think it's a perfect point that you have. Working with the seller and the realtor, very important. You are a team, and that's the idea of having a realtor. So I, I agree with your point. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you so much. So, you know, it is interesting, people. You know, you do have to realize it's not just the realtor. Like, the realtors can go out and start swinging for the fences for you. And, and that's one of the things that we do like to do. You know, nothing like giving the, 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 the realtor the ball and say, go for the, go for the goal line. But at the same time, you also have to have a good partnership with the realtor. They've got to know where you want to be at the end of the deal, meaning closing, what's included, what's excluded, dollars. I mean, yes, we always talk dollars. And this is this is very important. So I'm going to go to Nick, actually, uh, Nick in Toronto. And uh, Nick, are you a realtor by chance? I am indeed. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Todd. You're, you're, I love listening to, to everything you say, my friend. Thank you. Todd, what I was, gonna, what I was saying uh, to, to the pre-screen was, I find it's a very, I think it's a very philosophical debate as well, is I had a client earlier this week who said, you know, I'm just torn up about the amount that goes out there in, and kind of in the ether. So not just my commission, but she was a, a seller. And so the, the, the idea that there's a, a buyer commission and a seller commission, and we were, you know, we negotiated, we were flexible, we met to a, a degree that I thought she was happy but she also said, you know, but I could sell it myself, and, I, you know, it's a lot of work that I don't actually really want to do. Um, but, but it's the idea that, that, you know, there's this kind of this lump sum of money that's kind of going out there. And I understand what she means. I do. I, I'm very sympathetic to the idea that, um, you know, in, in her mind it represents a big sum of money. But at the same time, 
what we can offer and what we can throw out there is potentially a lot more um, appetizing to the general public. So, Nick, a uh, question for you. Have you been doing this a long time? Uh, about three years. Okay. So do you do it full time? I do. Excellent. Okay, good. So you can stay on. I'm not hanging up on you yet. So, <laughs> no, and the, and the reason why, Nick, you know, if you listen to my show, I'm very strict with people saying, look, I believe in realtors 100%. I was one for years. You know, I would do, you know, 100, 200 deals a year. The biggest thing that I would focus on, though, is always it's full time all the time. And you know that you can bring value to somebody. Making them understand it is not always going to be a winning scenario. But as long as you've been able to give them the end result that they're looking for, which in this case of your seller, you know, obviously dollars and cents, you probably ended up giving her exactly what she was hoping for. And, you know, statistically, you know, um, realtors, even after their commissions, will net people more money than if they sell it themselves. And, and that's where we took the discussion. And, and ultimately, it, it, it was a go, which is great. Um, but it, the truth is, and, and again, I say this with no ego, and I say it with no um, trying to get people on the side of the realtor, but because of what we can do in terms of our marketing outreach, because we have a team, I, I work as a part of a team, so we have a bit more boots to the ground. Because we have that expertise as well, it does, it just, it's going to net out a little bit better for her, despite the loss that she sees or, or kind of is thinking about. Yep. And, and it's just a matter of her understanding that and getting her to a place where she feels comfortable about it. Yep. And, 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 and that's part of it. And you're right. It is definitely, it's definitely a mindset. And you know what? Congratulations on the sale. Obviously, hopefully, eventually she realizes that it was worth, you know, having you and your team there and, um, and you know, continued success. So thanks for so much for listening. So folks, this is the thing. <clears throat> the value is there when you've got the right person. It's what you have to decide on what your end result needs to be. And this is where negotiation is so important. 416-872-1010. We're talking everything real estate, but I decided to deviate and say, are realtors, is it better to pay the commission to a realtor or is it better to try to sell it yourself? We've got lots to talk about this because a lot of people are on the fence with this. I've got a lot of people that support it again, statistically, it, versus taking the real estate commission off. The realtor is still going to end up putting more in your pocket after the commission has been paid. For those of you that have been hanging on, don't worry. When we go to a break, when I come back, I will definitely get to your calls. Uh, if you want to reach out, 416-872-1010, you can get me on my toll-free number, one 877 Of course, you are tuned to Simply Real Estate. I am your host, Todd C. Slater. And yes, my show is normally 4 to 5. Today, we decided, hey, why not? It's a perfect sunny day. And uh, we decided to make it two hours long. And we've got a lot more to talk about. And again, you know what? The market itself. We just don't have enough inventory. People don't want to move because they don't know where they're going to go to. They don't want to pay the extra price, but they sure want to get it. So does that mean everybody should sell and rent? I don't know. I think that that's really important. Should everybody sell their home to the would-be buyers right now and go out and rent? Well, most people do that when they think there's going to be a massive market correction. 
But if, if you've been tuning in every week, you know I don't think that for the detached market. The only one that may have a little bit of instability could be the condo market. But I'll tell you what, we'll talk more about that when we come back. So stay with us. We'll be right back. It's 5.30 and time for News Talk 1010, Time Saver Traffic. Uh...
Now, more of Simply Real Estate with host Todd C. Slater on News Talk 1010. And welcome back. Hey, listen, uh, interesting topic. Um, so, question is, are realtors worth their commissions or do you sell it yourself? Um, I've had a couple of people waiting, so I'm going to go to Dave in Toronto. And uh, Dave, thanks for waiting. Welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hi, thanks for having my call. Yeah, no problem. So you say they are worth the commission. Yeah, I mean, every step of the way, from putting up the listings to handling all the showings, and then when you do, if you get multiple offers, how to stick handle through all of them to make sure you get that extra $5,000. I mean, you need a professional. So, which, which, again, if you've listened to the show, Dave, I'm always pushing the fact that people need professionals. If you're going to hire somebody, make sure you hire, you know, somebody that does it full-time and has experience. So, have you experienced that? You Did you go through a complicated uh, offer, or? Well, no, I mean, I bought my house back in 2012 when the market wasn't quite what it is now. So, uh, I don't know if I really needed a professional, but it certainly helped. Yeah, good. Excellent. Well, thanks for your call, Dave. So, you know what, that's the thing. There are people that will sit there and say that they are worth it. But I'm going to go to our next caller, and it's Sandy, and she used to live in Oshawa. Um, Sandy, thanks for waiting, and no welcome problem. welcome to Simply Real Estate. And I understand you sold it yourself. We did. We used one of those private selling companies. They yep. held it. They held our hand 100%. We went to open houses in our area to get an idea of what the prices were. And what the houses were selling for. Okay, so I hang on for a second. Did you were you listening to the hour before this, by the way? No. Okay, because my lunch just now. <laughs> okay, so you know, here's the thing, Sandy. I was talking about are open houses worth it, and you no. were able to use utilize an open house to your benefit. Well, to our benefit, as in we were able to gauge what the other houses looked like, the ones that were um, identical to ours, what upgrades they had. Because my house, we didn't do any upgrades. Right. Um, the, the company we used did the research for us, told us what the houses were selling for in our immediate area, and that's where we priced it. We actually priced it at the high end, where the highest house that would had been redone completely, and we still got our price. So you got we, your price. Did, was we it, got our price. Was it your we, listing price, or was it a price you wanted? It was uh, 2000 below our listing price. Okay. And when it came to the real estate agents that um, came into the home, et cetera, they had their people. And, and it was a real estate agent that negotiated on behalf of the, uh, the buyers. Right. Which, which was fine. So we, did, he, we negotiated his commission as well because we, we didn't want to pay his full commission, but we did add that to our price. We still walked away with more money than we were planning on. The real estate agents that came in and valued our house before, and it was going to be that set amount between the two real estate agents, we walked away with more money. It wasn't a lot of work. We set up our times. We didn't do an open house. Um, when people called us, they came through the house. We always made sure somebody in the area knew because it was me that was showing the houses the house so stranger danger sort of thing yeah but we managed it just fine and but in saying that we moved out to the country okay so we used the real estate agent to purchase our house 
You see, our new house in the country because we knew nothing of rural living. Excellent. And and you can imagine that if somebody was coming into Oshawa, knew nothing about Oshawa, probably utilizing a realtor was the right thing to do. So real, realtors, exactly. realtors do have their merit, no question. So thanks for your call, Sandy, and thanks for hanging on for so long. So, um, you know what, folks, it, it, you know, perfect example. Some people can achieve a decent sale price, as Sandy did, and it makes sense. I'm going to um, I'm gonna go to George in Peterborough because he's been holding on for a long time as well. George, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hi, Todd. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for hanging on so long. So, George, um, you, so you've been looking to downsize in Oshawa, is that right? We've actually been looking at downsizing in Oshawa, and the homes are... What we're finding is they're doing the holding all offers thing in Oshawa now as well. And uh, we were looking for a fixer-upper, but even the fixer-uppers are going for eight or nine offers and $80,000 over asking. So, so George, do you, you, do you, do you, where do you live right now? Do you live in yeah. Oshawa or you live uh, in Peterborough? We live in Whitby right now. You live in Whitby. Okay. Yeah. So your property, of course, has gone up in value recently. Absolutely. But we're at the point now where, you know what, let's just stay in our property because we're not going to find anything that we like. You know, that's funny because that is bang on what we heard. There was a, a, a statistic that came out that everybody was saying that people are now saying they don't want to list because now they have to buy. And since the entire market is going up as a whole, downsizing or upsizing either way, it's making yeah. it a little bit more difficult. So, but I'll, I'll tell you what my big frustration is now though. We look at MLS and we look at pictures and there's a lot of realtors who are kind of using the fancy filters and weird angle lenses. <laughs> and it's almost like a bait and switch because we look at one property that had, in the picture, it looked like it had half an acre. When we got there, it was a posted stamp lot. <laughs> you so, know what? That I, I agree, George. You know what? For years, that was one of my biggest pet peeves. Um, you know, we call them fisheye lenses. And, uh, and the, dining, the dining room looks like it's got a 12-foot ceiling in it and that the perfect. dining room table is 14 feet long. You get there and it's a card table. So it's, it's kind of like uh, using a glamour shot on Tinder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we, okay, we won't talk about the dating sites. That's that <laughs> happens. So George, here, here's here's the thing though. So you know, in the hour before, I was talking about people utilizing open houses, and I still am a big believer that if you know, you can look as many pictures as you want, but an open house allows you the ability to take a look at the actual house itself. Absolutely, and not only that, but it. it, it I, it, it works on both ends. I mean, from the uh, from the realtor standpoint as well, they're trying to make new contacts. So, yeah, it's a hit. Know, yeah, it's a hit and miss. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, so, thanks so much for your call, George. All right. No problem. Thanks. Okay. So, folks, you know, you have to look at it. It does it make sense? You know, do realtors are they worth the money? Um, and you know what? I'm going to get in John here. He's been patient. Uh, John in Oakville. Uh, John, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, thanks so much. So, you know, so here you are. You're in Oakville, by the way. I'm, I, I live in Oakville. Love it. Great place now. Yeah. Um, so ultimately, in the end, you're right. Houses sell very quickly. So do you need a realtor? What do you think? Well, that's what my question is to yourself and the other experts that might be listening. Good show today. And I'm in a situation where a house, a very uh, decent, just a regular suburban home in Oakville is in our family and will be becoming available on the market in the next probably two years. And there are three houses sold in the uh, neighborhood in the last three weeks for about a million. One got 55000 more than asking about a week ago. Uh, it sold within, I think, within six hours. Another one sold in a day. It got a little more than asking. Uh, and another one sold after about a, 
maybe an eight or ten day for sale for sale sign on the front lawn. But uh, they they were one point two million or one point three million. Right. And the house that is in question in my life in, in our in our you know end of the what do you call it the end of the playing field. Uh, it's it's a larger lot. And the funny and peculiar thing that I want to put forward is the last one I mentioned that sold that was 1.2 or 1.3. I actually went to the open house just to be curious, sure. literally across the street. Yep. And I said, you know, I said to the lady that was there doing the open house, the realtor, I said, all these houses on the street are selling so quickly. I really wonder if I need a realtor. Yep. And she grimaced and she said, well, some of my other friends that are professionals in the business won't like this but I really don't think you do. Yeah. And she said it very quietly so, and sheepishly. It was just her and I in the house at that point. Sure. No, other pe- no other people going through her open house. Yep. But I, I really wonder if I need to engage a realtor. So, John, let me answer that question quickly for you before I go Please. to break. So yeah. here's here's the theory of having a realtor, and this is what you should realize, is that there are realtors have the ability to reaching out to people that typically are not following MLS.ca, that aren't always on, you know, all the internet looking at things. Realtors have access to more buyers. The trick about getting more buyers involved, in other words, if you do it privately, you will not get the masses. But the realtors can create the masses which force the the multiple offers. I would much prefer to tell you I would rather see you have 20 offers than one good one. Okay, yeah. because 20 offers mean you could probably get $100,000 over the asking price or 200 wow. or whatever it is. But the point is, focus on the end game. So thanks so much for your call, John, and thanks so much for listening. So, folks, you know what? When we look at the big picture, this is some of the stuff that we've got to focus on. Mm-hmm. So are realtors worth it? When I come back, we're going to talk more about this. So stay with us. We'll be right back.
It's 545 in time for News Talk 1010, Time Saver Traffic. Now, back to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater, In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. And welcome back. Hey, it's been an interesting day so far. We've talked all real estate today and uh, focusing on things like open houses. Are they worth it or are they just uh, a place for agent to pick up buyers? And speaking of agents, are they worth the commissions or can you negotiate it yourself? 416-872-1010. I'll be able to take a few more calls before we're done. Um, you know, it's interesting though. Um, a little bit earlier, I was talking about a developer who uh, who was facing the um, facing the idea of doing some bankruptcy negotiation. This same developer is a Toronto developer and we talk about condos and I would always caution everyone when buying brand new construction. First and foremost, you need to figure out what company it is that you're dealing with because if they're promising to build your property over the next five years, that's a real waiting period. And as I always tell people, life happens and all sorts of stuff can happen in that time frame. And in the case of this one developer, uh, a year ago, they decided that, hey, they weren't going to sell the units as a condo. They're going to keep it for themselves as a rental building. Well, all of the would-be buyers out there that given their uh, deposits for their offers, I think there was about 180, 190 of them. They turned around and were all told, so sad, too bad, we're giving you back your deposits. And by the way, here is a pittance amount of interest. So pretty much they were given money for years and didn't get anything for it. But here's the problem. About four or five years after the fact, the price per square foot had gone up by about $150 a square foot. So them going back into the marketplace trying to buy something, instead of buying something for $300,000, they were going to have to pay $450,000 now to buy the same condo. So again, you know, buyer beware, watch out for some of these condos. Uh, and I don't mean to, because there's some great developers out there, but make sure you do your homework. This does happen. Now, Speaking of homework, I'm going to go over to my chat board for a second. And by the way, you can always text me here at 71010. And um, regular rate supply, of course. And a couple of comments, and, and I want to bring them up. And it says, um, you know, would you like to talk about this nonsense of everyone underpricing their houses for offers? It should be illegal. It's impossible to shop on the MLS. You know, this is a good point. And one of the things, obviously, sellers want the most money in their pocket. Everybody knows that. You know, it is about getting the highest sale price. But should there be a rule in place that says that they have to be, you know, sold or listed at market value? And this is the problem, perception of market value. And I got to tell you, majority of realtors and even myself, we struggle at market value because you'll see one house sell for, let's say, listing for 
you know, 700,000 sells for 900,000, but yet there was a sale just down the street for 750. So they thought they were being smart, pulling back the price just a little, you know, 10%, saying, okay, let's create some heat, let's get the same price range or a little bit more. And yet it buddy hops because there was more people willing to pay. And why that is happening is because there's so many people that are just banging their heads against the wall. In fact, my producer Ian did that last year. He's banging his head against the wall and it took him four attempts to finally end up with his house. And this happens in these marketplaces where finally people lose, they lose, they lose. And then they say, damn it, I'm not going to lose. And they show up with a thick wallet and say, no matter what, and the price jumps. So all of a sudden now we've got a new price point of 900, but we went flying over the earlier price of 750. So what is market value? And it's very perplexing because unless you are breathing this every single day and analyzing it, it's really hard to break it down. And this is why I'm always the, the person telling everyone, go with the professionals, the guys that are living on the computer, living in the properties, out there all the time, doing this all the time. So at least you're going to have the best shot out of it. So can we make it illegal? I don't think it's possible. I think the problem is, is that what's going to happen? You're going to turn around and say, fine, if you sell it for more than that price, then you have to give some of it back. See, again, what happens if you've got a foreign buyer? And no, we don't have that many jumping into the marketplace in Toronto that's forcing these prices up. The people that are buying here in the GTA actually are the people moving into it. And you can see it, you know, a moving truck comes in, you move out, they move in. It's you, you'll sometimes meet the families. So it's not going crazy that way. But what we can do is see the fact that, you know what, you're right. What does the MLS tell us? Absolutely nothing right now. Um, you know, and I've got somebody that has uh, brought up to my attention. Please stop referring to asking price. This is an arbitrary price set to by the seller to generate interest in the buyer market. Okay, so I'm asking $1 million for my home. If somebody wants to give me 1.2, I'm happy with that. It's an ask. It's what they call a listing price or an asking price. And again, it's one of those numbers that, again, arbitrary, because what happens if the market changes and I get 200000 less than my asking price? Hey, ask Conrad Black, okay? Asked $21 million and got $16 million for it. But he asked $21 million, basically. Yeah, and, and it was funny. I heard a few comments about, oh, well, he hired the wrong agent. No, there was a lot more to the deal than that. No professional was going to get him the $21 million because of all the caveats that were sitting in there. In fact, he's sort of like Hugh Hefner. He can live in that place until he dies. So you've got a tenant. So you've got to pay for a few conditions when you have an offer like that. So regardless of what you list, list for the market will determine the price. If the seller does not like the number, they don't have to sign. Great point. That's again, back to my, my chat board. Um, you know what? Sellers do not have to sell. Do you know that you can actually get an offer $200,000 over your asking price and say no? Now, of course, people might think you're crazy, but at the end of the day, you can say no. You, If somebody can come a million dollars over your asking price, you can still say no. See, the seller is in control of the property and when they agree on the price and you say yes, and they say yes, meeting of the minds, you got a deal. 
So this is why one of the important things, understanding market and what's going on. 416-872-1010. I got a few minutes left to take any of your calls. You can reach out at one 877 And again, you know, talking basic real estate here, you know, does it make sense? Are we looking at numbers that make sense right now? We're looking at a growing market. And I think for us in the GTA area, it's something foreign to us. It's new because we just have never seen such consistency in a marketplace of values going up. But, you know, everybody's getting sick and tired of us, you know, claiming the fact that, hey, we're a world-class city. It is what it is. Okay. People want to live here. We've got huge immigration. People want to live here more and more and more. And yes, the truth is it's growing. And the only way we can grow is to the outer markets. We look at the suburbs, of course, and that's where a lot of people are heading to be more affordable. Speaking of the suburbs, you know what? Basically, you're looking in the outer markets, you know, average sale price of detached homes are going up there as well. Even though we're into the million dollar range in Toronto, you know, we still are looking at affordability into the Brampton, Mississauga, Oshawa, Whitby, Pickering markets. We're still looking at detached homes that are affordable. So... If you're okay going for a drive, you're going to get affordability. But remember, it's all about timing and quality of life. And it's really up to you to make that decision. Uh, back to my chat board for a second. And yes, a great realtor will always make their commission in the sale price. Buyers will always offer less on private sales as they immediately take up to 5% off the private sale price. I did it once and never again. Realtors are worth their commission. Thank you. That, uh, excellent comment. And this is the truth. When you do a private sale, so here's the thing. Through a private sale, and I'm not talking about the, the flat fee companies and the guys that are going to save you some money. I'm talking a private sale. As soon as you do that, majority of people that are going to come and see you are realtors. Second of all, when you do have a private sale, that's exactly what happens. They say, well, we didn't involve a realtor, so you're saving 5%, so I want to take that money off because I should save it. Where's the savings then? So now you've got to deal with a pesky buyer and wait till you turn around and he says, oh, well, I'm buying this conditional on inspection. Well, here's the problem. Then they want to negotiate with you when the roof says that it's only got a few years left on it. You know what you got to do? When you're dealing with a private sale and somebody says something to you, walk away. Look at the buyer and say, thanks very much, not interested. Because the strength of negotiation in real estate is always the ability to walk away. And in this marketplace, you can do it. When interest rates are low and supply is low, is also low prices rises, supply and demand. Yeah, it is supply and demand. That's where we are, folks. Hey, speaking of supply and demand, we've got a great demand for our simple seminar coming up next week, Wednesday, the 27th. It's being held at 7 p.m. You can go to the simpleinvestor.com to register. Again, we've got a new release coming up. Speaking of supply and demand, if you're not on the, on the list, you will not be able to get the information on our new release. I hinted at our new program that's coming out, the Simple RRSP program. Of course, um, we're going to give you more details over the next few weeks about that. Your RSPs can actually make 8%. It's a great number, and it's also very, very secure. So it's a new program coming out, and we're going to be introducing more about it uh, over the next few weeks. And next week, I think I'll be back. Yeah, what the heck? Let's come back Saturday at 4 o'clock next week. I don't know if I'm going to be doing two hours, but I'll definitely be here for my regular hour, 4 to 5. I want to, of course, thank Mike and Ian. Guys, thanks for always, you know, great controlling everything, making sure that I'm on time with everything, or at least making me look good. And other than that, for you listening, 
I appreciate it. Love the fact that we've got so many listeners, and I appreciate you tuning in every single week to me, your host, Todd C. Slater, and listening to Simply Real Estate. And of course, on this beautiful, sunny day, unfortunately, the Raptors lost. The Jays won. Is that a 50-50? Nah, not really. Jays have lots of time to make it up. So thanks for tuning in, and we will talk to you next week.